Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete, where we interview badass, high-performing individuals to learn more about their competitive spirit and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. I'm here with Adam Roberts. We are in the Skip Barber garage here at VIR. It's uh, SCCA race weekend. Mm-hmm. And Adam, you work here. Correct. Right? Yeah. And you race. Yeah. So I'm really interested to learn a little bit more about your experience, um, you know, what you do for Skip Barber, um, all that stuff, maybe a little bit of history about you know, how, how you got where you are now. Okay. So let's just talk about your world right right now. What do you do? So right now, uh, team manager, race team manager for Skip Barber. Um, so I oversee all of the touring cars that we run in SRO, TC America, uh, along with the Toyota Supra GT4 car, um, and then kind of all the other little side projects we have. We have a Mustang that we run in AER Endurance Racing, uh, we're here supporting a couple spec Miatas uh, this weekend, and uh, and then all of the race car activities that we also do uh, with the school as well. The school. Yep. Uh, how does how does one person do all that? Um, it's busy, but yeah. it's busy, but it, it ultimately it it all works together, um, and you know, doing being involved in all of those brings the race team full circle. Um, it's, you know, being a racing school, we're always about developing our drivers. So uh, not only do we have the school, but once they come to the race team and we also have that four race series, they have building blocks and ladders within that as well. So like right now with Will, um, you know, we're here at an SCCA Super Tour weekend, you know, getting experience, turning laps, working with him as a driver because he's racing with us in SRO and pro side. So uh, this is, again, all about developing as a team, developing the drivers. So tell me, for people that don't know, Mm -hmm. um, let's say how this works is they might start by doing like a three-day like uh, school, Mm -hmm. right, with Skip Barber. And um, they, you guys supply the cars for that. Correct. Right? Correct. And then what's what's the next step and like do they you know they got to pay for their way through mm-hmm. this whole thing but you know how much of a time commitment is it and, and what can they kind of expect um you know it's it's all about what they want to get out of it ultimately um uh, i think you know the the ones with more drive more fire more passion they're going to be investing a lot more of their own time um and time with us as well um, you know, some, some decide to do only select races, certain races, others want to be on track with us as much as possible. So it's all about what they want to get out of it. And ultimately we're here to cater to that and help direct them ultimately in the path that's going to help get them where they want to go. Got it. I mean, there's a whole lot of, uh, individual desire and level of that. Mm-hmm. No. Obviously, there's a financial component of that too, mm-hmm. right? I Absolutely. mean, I'm sure some people who have that desire 
they don't necessarily have mm-hmm. the, the, the finances to kind of beat it in, yeah. in every single kind of race. Do you see drivers that are jumping through all the different types of cars that you have, or do they kind of stick with one? Um, you'll see them jump around quite, quite often. Okay. Um, and, and we're kind of a big believer in that as well. Like even, even with our race car drivers, race team drivers, um, when we go to an event, say the first laps they're going to turn are in one of our school Mustang GTs just to kind of get warmed up, get familiar with the track. Um, so, and I think uh, the wider variety of experience you have in a car is ultimately going to make you a better driver because you're going to be more adaptable. Um, you know, as you start to see the slight tendencies and differences in those types of cars. Well, um, how did you get started with racing or Uh, just the lifestyle or getting hooked on it? What what was it for you? So um, my parents, my dad was always a car guy, big car guy. Um, My parents were always racing fans. Uh, my dad did a little bit of drag racing, kind of just local drag racing. He he was a blower mechanic on an NHRA top fuel team for a little while. Um, had his own shop working on cars and everything. So I grew up around the cars, grew up watching racing because of them, um, and always had some fascination in it being a young kid. You know, that was my astronaut. Um, and then... Um, when I was probably eight, nine years old, you know, I, I told my dad, I, I, I want to try racing. I want to go racing. And by the age of 10, um, you know, he, he just kind of started trying to ask people where, where should we start? Um, and uh, my dad's kind of a lot like myself. Uh, we never halfway do something. If we're going to do something, we do it to the, the extreme. So, um, you know, he ask the right kind of people um, if, if you want to go somewhere with making this a career where do we start and what's the most sensible way of doing that so I started out karting when I was 10 did one year um, with the local kart club and then my second year jumped right into the national touring series and never looked back from there you know every year of my life since then um, other than a couple in the military have been pretty much racing year round whether that's me in the car or working on it or the behind the scenes so what were what were some of the different cars that you've you've been through um so karting i did two stroke and four stroke road racing um and then from there i moved into asphalt oval legend cars which i ran all across the country um and when I was doing that, I, I got some seat time and experience in some other things, ran, ran a couple late model races, um, modified races, got to tra- test a NASCAR Craftsman truck. Um, and then from there, um, after that is when I joined the military for four years, Air Force, and then got back into racing in a spec Miata road racing um, and kind of ended up driving a lot of different things in the SCCA national amateur ranks, everything from spec Miatas to front wheel drive STL cars, uh, sedan cars, spec irons, um, all the way to Porsche cup cars, um, and international GT. So uh, a lot of different road racing. Now, did you, did you own all these cars or how how did that work? Um, so I, I own the spec Miata and Mm -hmm. that's where I kind of got my start and, 
growing up, even when I was karting and legend cars, um, you know, we, we had to be very smart. You know, we wanted to compete at the highest levels and win. And, uh, you know, my parents, we, you know, we, we did okay, but not compared to a lot of the people we were competing against. So we had to be smart. We, we had the fast engines, we had the fast parts, but we did the work ourselves. So when I got back into it with Spec Miata, at this point I had actually been formally trained in automotive technology, um, was a master technician for Honda at a Honda dealership. So I started, I did all of my own work, everything from the maintenance mechanic uh, to setting the cars up and even instructing as far as driving. Um, so that led to a lot of opportunities of me getting to work with clients, customers, taking care of their vehicles and ultimately giving me seat time in oh, those vehicles. That's to race. cool. Yeah. 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 I don't think I have any skills that someone would trade me seat time for. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> it's not a bad, it's not, it's not bad trade. Yeah, so. that's great. Yeah. Um, so of all the kind of cars you've been through, um, what's what's the favorite and why? Uh, Porsche Cup car. Okay. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Absolutely. And why is that? I don't know. It's just, it's everything. Um, you know, uh, I would say, you know, a 997, which was the last generation of the stick sequentials. They're just so raw. Everything's so manual. Um, you feel... You feel the weight of the car. You feel the grip. You feel the arrow. You feel the power. The sounds are amazing, and it's fast. And I just, you know, and to me, it's it's the most fun I've ever had just driving a race car. In my opinion, you, you're not going to get any better racing than Spec Miata. Man, Spec I, Miata I, I wanted to say it for Spec you because I knew it was MX5 coming. Cup. Like, you, you're not going to find, when you're a driver who wants to prove yourself and prove yourself against the best of the best in the most tense racing environment, there, there's, there's nowhere, nowhere else to get that. And then there's, there's especially in Spec Miata and SCCA, at least from my viewpoint, because uh, I'm in B-Spec, yep. and there just aren't as many of us. Yep. Man, there's so many yeah. Spec Miatas. Um, there's also a lot of them on the track. Mm -hmm. And, in you know, you guys, I know you end up probably lapping yeah. some folks by the oh, time yeah. you get to the end. Yeah. So you, even if you're in the front, mm -hmm. you got to start dealing with traffic at some point. Yeah. Um, so when's the last time you raced Spec Miata? Uh, so the last Spec Miata race I did was... 2021 fall of 2021 at road atlanta with nasa um they went okay nothing to write home about got it but i i truthfully was going there with more of the it was change of pace for me normally i just kind of went there with just the attitude of let's have fun we had gotten done with our pro season and it's like i just want to go relax have fun um, road atlanta is probably my favorite track in the country um, I'm, that was only my second trip there. I struggle with it. I've been there twice now, and I still haven't figured it out. And that's why I wanted to go back there. Yeah. Was I wanted to kind of <clears throat> work towards conquering the track. Um, yeah, some people have... I've got best favorite tracks all mm -hmm. over the place from people. It's interesting that you... you it's not your home track where you're yeah. the best at. 
yeah. but you're still your favorite, yeah. you know? Uh, is there anything about that track, any part of that track that seems particularly daunting to you? Like, I just can't quite get this area. Um, for me, it's always the slow corners that are the challenging. Um, you know, the, I can't remember turn numbers off the top of my head, yeah. but I want to say turn five at Road Atlanta is a really famous one. High speed. Coming out of the S's. Correct, yeah. correct. Um, and then coming down the hill onto the front stretch. Um, but it's it's always for me Oak Tree and at Road Atlanta I forget the corner number but the tight corner going on the back straightaway that it's it's challenging to get absolutely right and get everything out of the car so yeah um, but really the the fear aspect of it is you know I love that so um, cool. you don't think about that when you're out there but ultimately that is what attracts you at least me to yeah. it in a way so um any outstanding memories for any particular race stand out for you that it's just one of your best days on a track um yeah definitely a couple um winning the 2017 runoffs in stl at indianapolis um mainly just because of the adversity that we went through just to even get there, let alone win it. Yeah. Um, and probably another one from being a young kid was winning the Legend Car All-Star Race at Kentucky Motor Speedway, um, you know, minutes before the uh, Nationwide Series, NASCAR Nationwide Series rolled out. Um, you know, to do that in front of all the NASCAR teams and everything. Um, and I think, I believe that was my first ever legend car race win. And then to do it at the all-star race was pretty awesome. So how old were you then? 15. Oh, wow. Gosh, yeah. that is awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. So you said, uh, was it carding at 11 or 10? 10. 10. Yeah. And in a car by 11 or 12? 15. 15. Yep. Okay. Man, that's incredible. How about how about some uh, race memories you wish you didn't have? Um, losing a race win because of a zip tie. A oh, tell me about tie. it. I want to hear about this. Um, so in the legend cars, all of the main main cables from your battery, which is at the back of the car, going up to the engine, run through the drive shaft tunnel, and you have them held up with zip ties in the drive shaft tunnel and had one fail and the main power cable came down onto the drive shaft was sitting there rubbing all race rubbed through with maybe two laps to go and i would get a um, power would cut on just the exit of the corners just enough um, you know i think i still finished second or third but you know up until that point i had a healthy lead oh my so, gosh um what else? Um, definitely, definitely, you know, there's when you've been racing as long as I have and a lot of people have been racing a lot longer. There's there's always those really, really sour ones. Um, 2018 NASA Nationals at Coda crash lap one um, where you don't even feel like you have a chance to fight. It's like, what, what did I keep? <laughs> came all this way and yeah. didn't even get a chance. Yeah. Um, so definitely, definitely have had a lot of those. Any real scary situations you've been in? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so karting, uh, definitely got thrown out of the go-kart a couple times. Oh gosh. Um, got thrown out of the go-kart into a wall. Um, 
So, but yeah, at that point I was so young. It, so, I thought I was invincible. <clears throat> now then in the legend cards, legend cards, I had a multiple barrel roll and that was, that was painful. That was a really painful crash. Um, but never anything. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Terrible. Well, um, you, it sounds like with the way the cars are now, right? right. There's so much safety into the cars mm -hmm. that, um, they've come a long way. Yeah. And it, you know, I guess in a cart, you can just go flying out of the thing. Yeah. So it's a big difference. Yeah. Um, so if, if you were going to tell somebody who wants to kind of dip their toes in the water, kind of see what racing is all about, um, you know, talk to the two brothers and they were like, yeah, skip barber. No, no, there's no doubt. This is yeah. where people need to come. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're in your position. I would imagine the, the answer is going to be pretty similar. Yeah. How did, did they, what do you think, just a three-day school, really? Is that kind um, of how they... I mean, you can even go as basic as a one-day school. Oh, okay. You know, if if you have no racing knowledge, racing experience, there's no better way of trying it out than a one-day school to see if see if it's something you actually enjoy. Um, you know, doing it at that level, you have low investments, so you're going to find out if it's something you enjoy, and then you're going to be around everyone at Skip Barber that, okay, you want to keep pursuing this, we can help find you that path. And, you know, ultimately, depending on your budget and where you want to go, you know, we don't have a set path for everyone. Yeah. We can help you find that. <clears throat> so. Um, and you live in the area, right? Mm -hmm. You live near here. So you're, you're in the shop a lot. Well, yeah. it sounds like you're traveling a lot. Traveling a lot, but when I'm not traveling, I'm here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when you were listening out to things earlier, I was like, man, there's gotta be some overlap there. And you just got to make a decision which one you're going to, right? Especially, uh, especially with my position, there's, you know, you, I, I, I fully understood, um, you know, this is this is a twenty four seven job, yeah, yeah. Um, but I love it so, um, and uh, you know, it, the racing industry definitely can be high demand um, when it comes to that. But um, if you enjoy it, if you love it. That doesn't even matter. So um, what do you think, what do you want in five years from now? Uh, hopefully, hopefully we're, um, you know, I would love to be um, with the race team, Skip Barber, um, competing at least in, you know, some kind of prototype series. Um, you know, we've been touring car racing 21, 22, this year we made the jump to the GT4 and I know it's only a stepping stone of where we want to go. And that's just the race team side of Skip Barber. I mean, the two years that I've been here, the, the growth has just been uh, incredible. Um, so for me personally, with the race team side of Skip Barber, I, you know, I see myself being there and moving up the ranks um, in racing. You know, I know we have our goals set high. Um, so, and the, I don't see any reason why we're not going to get there. Cool. Is there, um, so for the people that want to do the one day or three day, mm -hmm. they happen all over the nation. Correct. Right. Correct. So they can just go to skipbarber.com. Yeah. Skip, skipbarber.com. Yeah. Um, all of our schools are listed on a calendar. Yeah. Um, we have schools all over the place. Lime Rock, Road Atlanta, um, Laguna Seca, once it opens back up, Sonoma, Coda. Yeah. I think I've seen you guys in Coda. Yeah, Sebring. So, 
pretty uh, well cover the country. All right. Well, um, obviously, shout out to Skip Barber, the organization. And uh, is there anybody else you'd like to, to kind of call out to say, man, it's without their help or what these are great people that you should know about, a great organization, anything else come to mind? Well, I mean, obviously, the, the stereotypical, you know, without my parents, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Absolutely. And that then that's true. You know, the without their support, me and my young years of racing, I would have never found that this is my passion and what I wanted to do with my life. Um, along the way, there's been a lot of people, um, uh, particularly here with Skip. You know, I've got to thank uh, Anthony DeMonte and the DeMonte family for entrusting me with such a uh, critical role in believing in me so that's how awesome. to thank them thank you yep thank you great getting to know you a little bit better you as well i want to thank you for listening or watching drive to compete it's been a pleasure sharing this episode and i hope that we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way i absolutely love hearing from you and i promise i'll personally respond to every comment every question and ever request. If you want to connect, start with our website, driventocompete.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter. Whether you reach out or not, please like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, go kick some ass.